Hey, this is Dr. Evans Kariuki. Welcome to Firebrand Nation. Your life will never be the same as you go through these teachings. These are teachings for soul winners. Here at Firebrand Nation, we believe that we are called to reach one soul every second. This podcast is designed for soul winners who hunger and thirst to see the lost come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. All right. We're talking about faith life faith life and I want to teach you today that faith is your life if you're born again faith is your life amen Galatians chapter 3 and we're going from verse 13 Galatians 3 13 1 2 3 let's read off the screen Cast is everyone who hangs on a tree. Foundation, Christ. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. All right? Being made a curse for us. So for you to understand faith, and to call yourself a person of faith or to believe in the Christian faith, there are certain foundations that you must be compelled and convinced about in your heart. And one of those foundations is that Christ has redeemed you from the curse. What does that mean? It means that Jesus did not take away your sin. That's religious rhetoric. Jesus took on your sin. He did not just take an eraser and erase your sin away. He became sin who knew no sin. The Bible says, the Bible says, Ah. The Bible says Christ became sin who knew no sin. If you've got a God with some magical eraser, you do not understand the work of redemption. God does not erase sin. So, pastor, where did that theology come from? The theology of erase came from the concept of blotting out. God blotted the name, not the sin. When you committed your first sin, which all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, there is a book in heaven that's called the book of life. And for there to be a book of life, that book contains everybody who has the life of God in them. If you're born and you're born again and you're in the living, your name is written in that book. The day sin comes into the hearts of men, the Bible says that name is blotted 
out. You know how you, you RSVP for a wedding or for an event and say, hey, I'm going for this event. And you RSVP. Then if you're not going to show up, you call them and say, hey, I'm, I won't make it, so take my name off the list. The Bible says Moses goes and says to God, if you don't save them, take my name out. So the blotting out or the covering was for you, not for your sin. The Bible says, the soul that sins shall surely die. So many Christians think that Jesus died for my sins so I don't have to die. No. Wrong theology. The soul that sins shall surely die. The idea of redemption or the revelation of redemption is the fulcrum or the foundation of understand what Christ has redeemed you from. You have no need of a savior. Let me explain. There are many people who came to church but never came to Christ. So we have unconverted Christians trying to live by faith. And spiritual, carnal men and women trying to live by faith. Shut the doors before they start walking out. Tell your neighbor you're already in here. You might as well eat good. Talk to your neighbor. Tell your neighbor you might as well take some of this because he's talking to you. Can I tell you the truth here? These, some of us who've been raised in the church, you are no different if you're sitting in a church pew peeping out the praise team leader thinking how cute they are, how sexy they are. You are no different than the drunkard sitting in a bar watching a woman roll down a pole. You're no different. The Bible says for all have sinned. Quit with all that self-righteousness. Quit with all that I never been to a club. But you thought about it. I never slept around. But you thought about it. I never done this. I never done that. But you thought about it. Stop judging others. We all need the blood. We all need the blood. We all need the cross. We all need Jesus. Even on our best days, it was nothing but the blood for me. I feel God. I feel the Holy Ghost. How many of you need him? How many of you say, I need the blood? I need the blood. I need the blood. It was the blood for the blood. I couldn't do it by myself. I couldn't attend enough services to get right. I couldn't pray enough. I couldn't dance enough. I couldn't shout enough. I don't preach because I'm good enough myself. I don't praise because I'm good enough myself. I praise because of what the blood has done for me. When I look back at my life and see what the blood has done. He was nothing but the blood of Jesus. 
what can make me whole again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's redemption. That's redemption. So, Baraba. So revelations of redemption write this down Christ was made a curse he would have still been made a curse for you it was your sin that put Christ on the cross also receive this revelation Christ did not die some fictitious fake death it wasn't this nonsense you see on TikTok. It wasn't like Christ saw your sin, you know. Um, I saw somebody sent out a joke the other day and someone replied back and said, that killed me, I'm dead. Like that joke was so funny. We trifle with death so much and make jokes about death so much that the death of, of Christ loses value to us. Christ did not die some fake death. When Jesus Christ died, he was as real as death is real. But Jesus knew he was going to resurrect. The only way he knew it was by faith in God. Because the Bible says he would never leave him in perdition. But the Bible also says that Jesus was on the cross, hanging on the cross, and he said, my father, my father, lama lama sabachthani, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why was Jesus, the son of God, forsaken? Because your sin was on him. And God and sin don't mix. So Jesus Christ lived a sinless life. Only at the end of his life to get to the cross and your sin got him on the cross. Not his own sin, but our sin. And for you to understand faith, Faith, you do not understand faith by understanding decrees. <laughs> that is one part of faith. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. Faith is more than decrees. Faith is more than faith confessions. It is more. Faith is your life. I would not be alive today if it wasn't for the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. That's why I have faith. And when Jesus died, next revelation is that Jesus died 
once and for all. You cannot take Christ and crucify him again. When Jesus hung on the cross, the Bible says he said it is finished. What work is finished? His work to pay the price for sin. So every time you remember the mistakes and the wrongs that you did, out of your spirit you should say it is finished. The work is finished. Now I want you to think about the biggest mistake you've ever done. The price for it, if you're saved, it's finished. Whether you've had 20 abortions, it's finished. Whether you've had, even you who was born in church and think you lived right, we just said you're nothing but, all of us are filthy, my friend. It is finished. But many Christians cannot live by faith because they are guilty. And do you know guilt? I want you to hear your pastor today. Guilt makes you want to pay it. Do you know, um, I've, I found something out. I don't tell nobody. Is my wife here? Don't tell her. When I'm in trouble, I made her mad. That's the day I'm going to come home with roses. How many of you know what I mean by overcompensate? Overcompensating is not in faith. If she really loves me, she loves me on my worst days and loves me on my good days. I'm trying to let you know, stop performing for God and start serving God. Stop performing for God and start serving God. Give him a pure worship. Give him a pure praise. Give him a pure adoration. Lord, I don't do this because I'm right in and of myself. I do it because you loved me beyond my mistakes. I do it because you love me beyond my failures, beyond my disappointments. You still love me. Somebody shout faith life I live faith life faith life faith life can you give the Lord three great amens so when Jesus hung on the cross said why have you forsaken me that is where he became a curse because sin was on him amen so, the next revelation we need to have, going back to Galatians chapter 3, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. I want you to pay attention that the word says Christ has redeemed us. Not Jesus Christ, but Christ. I'll explain that here shortly. I want to make sure you get these points. Being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Verse 14, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through who? Christ has done what? Redeemed us. We could not do it in and of ourselves. We could not save ourselves. Christ has done it, redeemed us. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the Lord. Go to verse 14. That the blessing, so what is the reason why 
He redeemed us. That the blessing of who? Abraham. So, Christ has redeemed us. Principle. You were cursed because of sin. But Christ took his place. Are we together? Him who knew no sin became sin. He did not erase sin. He took it on him. This is why many people who say I'm standing in faith for healing, some don't get healed because they expect Christ to erase it. For you to believe in divine healing, there must be an exchange. His health for sickness and sickness for health. For you to be delivered from addiction. A lot of people think I'm going to fight an addiction of drugs, pornography, self-destruction, cutting, smoking, laziness. By becoming more disciplined, more mature. No, no, no. Deliverance is what is in you comes out of you and what is in him comes in you. That is deliverance. When you're struggling with something, there's something you're struggling, and we all got it. You're struggling with something. What you, do, what you should tell God is, Lord, give me so much of you that I must decrease so that you must increase. This carnal nature, this carnal man must decrease in the mighty name of Jesus. Give me one minute. I feel an anointing on this one. Lift up your hands. I declare unto you there is an increase of godliness on the inside of you. I declare unto you there is an increase of the spirit of Christ deep down on the inside of you. I declare from the bottom of your soul to the top of your, of your spirit. I declare unto you an increase, an increase of godliness in Jesus' mighty name. If you believe it, shout now. 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 Shout unto God. Watch me, watch me, watch me. Shout unto God. Shout unto God. With every shout, the spirit increases. With every shout, the spirit increases in Jesus. Yes! More of you! More of you! More of you! More of you! More of you, my God! Take a seat. No, no, not you, Doc. The curse was removed. How many of you remember my teaching about curses? You, you must respect curses. People die because of curses. America, you must learn to respect curses. Elder went to the hospital. I said, Lord, no curse shall come near him. And I went before the Lord, and I don't do this for everybody. The Bible says your shepherd can go before God and say, they have a good report, save them. I can do that. I can do that. I can go before God and say, no, 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 God, that you, the law has been broken there. He has served faithfully. He's been committed faithfully. Save him. 
That's why it's important to be under somebody. Oh, that's why it's important to be faithful under somebody. I know they done told you to stay out of church, but the reason why they told you to stay out is because when the sheep is alone, it's unprotected. There is power in a shepherd. There is power in an anointing. There is power in a church. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Many kings were saved that way. I learned that principle from Kenneth E. Hagen. His maintenance man was dying one day. He had fallen from a ladder. And he went into his prayer room, said, God, the law has been broken here. Show me where this man has wronged me. He has served me faithfully. Why would you take him away from me? Yeah. It's true. Respect curses. That's why you must be a money launderer. Here we do money laundering. Do you know what money laundering is? We wash our money. It is in Malachi chapter 3. Hey. You bring the cursed money. This money that has a curse. The Bible says the altar sanctifies. The altar sanctifies. Yeah, if you have never sown a seed in times of trouble, you ain't been in trouble yet. There are some of us who've come to the church. I got an offering in my hand because I need a supernatural blessing. The witch ain't going out give me. I ain't going to lose my blessing to the witch. I ain't losing my household to the witch. I ain't losing my family to the witch. Yeah, she may be younger than me, but I got the blessing. Yeah, she may look cuter than me, but the devil is a liar. I done locked that man up and he's mine forever. I done sealed him up and he's mine forever. If you're sitting next to your husband, tell him, baby, you good and locked. You're locked with a blessing. You're locked with a blessing. Tell your husband, I've got an offering on the altar with your name on it. I got an offering at the altar with your name on it. You ain't going nowhere, baby. Hey! I said, hey! I said, hey! I said, hey! I said, hey! Tell your neighbor wisdom! Tell your neighbor wisdom! Tell your neighbor wisdom! Yeah, 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 yeah! Oh, I feel an anointing on this one. I feel an anointing on this one. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah. Oh, Rama, Mama, the curse is broken. The curse is broken. The curse is broken. 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 Broken, 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 broken. Listen to this, listen to this. Can I preach? The Bible declares that there was a centurion man, a Roman soldier who needed healing. He needed a miracle. And the Bible says that they went to Jesus.
and they said Jesus this man deserves a miracle not because he's been a good man he's a Roman soldier but this man deserves a miracle because he has built us a synagogue he has built us a synagogue do you think we are blessed by mistake the same way witches and wizards and warlocks use curses to steal our children steal our husbands the day you see your son dating a woman who's not born again bring an offering to the altar and bind the power of that girl close her legs with an offering i said it shut her legs shut her love shut it down with an offering i said shut it down with an offering shut it down with what church shut it down with what church shut it down with her Christ has redeemed us from what? The curse. I want, I feel an anointing on this thing. Look at the elders moving. Move quickly, move quickly, move quickly. He redeemed us, he redeemed us. The Bible says that the curse, this man received healing because he built a synagogue. Christ has redeemed us from the curse and when he redeemed you he removed the curse but he did not leave you empty i've taught you before you don't come out of egypt to waste time in the promised land you left here in the wilderness you left egypt so you enter the promised land and today by the spirit of god by the anointing of god the curse is broken the curse is broken move quickly move quickly move quickly move quickly over your family over your loved ones over your children the curse is broken the curse is broken yes sir it's broken I don't know why you're quiet I don't know why you're quiet I don't know why you're quiet it's broken it's broken lift up your hands lift up your hands lift up your hands the curse is broken come come here come here come here the curse is broken. 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 Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Today. 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 By the Spirit of God. Redemption. Power. The curse is broke let the church pray let the church pray let the church clap their hands let the church pray let the church pray the spirit of god is in this place every curse of our city over our neighborhoods every curse today not by power not by might but by the spirit of the almighty god the curse is broken america has been blinded to witchcraft 
for too long. There is witchcraft in the government. There is witchcraft in the houses. There is witchcraft in the mountains. And today, our families, our neighborhoods, our loved ones, the curse is broken by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. Do you know I am we have e-life groups we have discipleship groups and we have relationship building groups but without a genuine conversion you can join a group you can join a discipleship class but without a genuine conversion. The problem with America today is we have many professing Christians but few converted Christians. We have too many people who profess Christianity. You cannot worship a God made in your own image. A God who fits your bill. A God who's convenient for you. A God whom the Lord changes when you choose. A God who understands my failures and my mistakes no 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 when sin was upon the son of God the Bible says he said why have you forsaken me so the choice is simple forsake sin or get forsaken pastor you don't love us why would you say that you know a lot of people think faith is for eternity you will not need faith in heaven. The Bible says that a time will come when every knee will bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I'm going to get faith in the future. I'm going to believe in the future. It's a lie. The Bible says today is a day of salvation. The Bible says that even the devil believes so don't think your little belief makes us anything. If you can believe God for salvation, why not believe him for a life change? If you can believe God enough to show up in church what kind of faith do we have to join a praise team but not to close your legs away from immorality I have faith enough to sing the song but not to live holy God help us God help us the reason why Many of us don't maximize our faith 
is we have a misconception of salvation. Salvation was not only, and I'm closing, for Jesus to die. It was for you too. You and your mistakes. You and your failures. You and the man you used to be must also come to a cross. I said the man you used to be must for salvation to be real. It's not just about what Jesus did for you. It's not only I said this on Wednesday. I am crucified with Christ. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live but not I. Catch this church. Catch this and your life will be changed forever. It's not just about what Jesus did. That's a beginning. And we said you can do nothing about that. But once you realize what Jesus has done, you too must now come and say, I am now crucified with Christ. Galatians chapter 2. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. And here is where we receive faith life. Here is where you lose all control of your own life. Your choices, your decisions, your desires, your purpose, it dies at the cross. Nevertheless, I live. Yet, this man preaching, not I. Paul, the chief of sinners, Paul, who crucified Christians not I but Christ liveth in me sickness in your body Christ lives in you and where Christ is sickness must go that is how you live by faith. I want you to say it. Christ lived in me. And where Christ lives, sickness must go. Christ and sickness doesn't mix. Christ and sin doesn't mix. I don't know why I don't have oil yet. Christ and sickness doesn't mix. Christ and sin doesn't mix. And today by the power of the Holy Ghost, we rebuke cancer in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, you died for this infirmity, for this sickness, and for this disease. 
therefore every cell of cancer out of her body out of her organs out of her bones by the laying on of my hands in the mighty name of Jesus Christ Christ lives in you and he loves you he loves you I saw you in a dream very beautiful 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 I have total faith that Christ in you gives you life in abundance we are done the life I now live in the flesh and the life which I now live where are you in the house the life you now live where where is faith for the flesh I think your nice playing is confusing them one minute I want to make sure this point gets home you will not need faith in heaven Faith is for your flesh. Faith is the covenant connection between the spiritual and the physical. You cannot tap into who you are in the spiritual without faith. You cannot access anything God has for you in the spiritual to bring it into the natural without faith. But do not think faith is for the spiritual. Faith comes from the spiritual. The life I now live in the flesh, I live how? By. You catch this revelation, your life changes forever. Because every decision you make, if it's a faith decision, God is in it. The challenge with us as believers, we do not understand when God is in our decisions. We mistake the omnipresence of God where David said, if I go to hell, you're there. If I'm on mountaintop, you're there. If I'm in the sea, you're there. God is everywhere. But just because he's everywhere doesn't mean he approves everything. The life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith by the faith of the Son of God. I live by the faith of. Faith of. Somebody caught it. The faith of. You have no faith of your own. 
It's faith of. So any decision I make, it's a de- I, I, I do what I see my father do. I say what I see my father say. It's not my own faith. It's faith. Ah. If you're in this place and you've never really come to a revelation of the redemptive power of the cross of Calvary, I'm not asking you if you've listened to a preacher. There are many of those. And we thank God for them. I'm not asking if you've ever been to a church. There are many of those, and we thank God for them. I'm not asking if you are raised in church. There are many of those, and we thank God for them. I'm asking you, have you ever gotten to a place in your life where you realize not only Jesus died for you, but you too must die for him? The Bible says you must reckon yourself dead unto sin, but alive unto God. Maybe you've lived a life of so much confusion. You don't know whether you're making the right decision. You don't know whether to go left, whether to go right. The Bible says the footsteps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord. Confusion is not the Christian life. If you're in this place and you're saying, I want the power of the redemptive work of Christ to be maximized and to be real in my life, at the count of three, do not be ashamed of Jesus. The Bible says that he, he bore the shame by hanging on the cross so you don't have to. There's no shame in your confession. The Bible also says you must believe. That's faith in your heart. That's where it lives. And confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. It's simple. I'm going to ask you at the count of three to lift up your hand. That lifting up of the hands, yes, I see hands being lifted up. One, two, three. If you want Jesus, I want the power of redemption to be real to me. The Lord sees those hands. The Lord sees those hands. I want the power of the redemptive work of Christ to be real to me. I may live. I may live for him. There is no greater work than to live for Christ. Nothing greater than to give your life for he who gave his. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord! Yes, Lord! Yes, Lord! Yes, Lord! Give me some music. Yes, Lord! There's one more person. There's one more person. You know deep down in your heart that you have been living for yourself. You don't go to God with your decisions. You try to make them, then let God agree with your decisions. So lift up our hands before the Lord. So lift up our hands before the Lord. I want all of us to pray this prayer together. And we are closing. Can you pray this prayer with me? Put your hand over your heart. Put your hand over your heart. Brother, hand over your heart. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Say with me, Lord Jesus. I believe that you lived a sinless life. And you died on the cross for me. It was my sin. It 
that was on that cross. So today, I receive your finished work into my life. I can do nothing but love you and serve you. I cannot pay you back for what you've done for me. The only thing I can do is to live for you. So today, so today, I ask you, I ask you come into my heart, come into my heart. Be, my Lord, be my Lord, be my God, be my, God, be my, savior. Be my savior. I believe in my heart that you are Lord. I believe in my heart that you are the Christ, my Redeemer. My Redeemer. And today, and today I, ask you I ask you to fill me with your spirit. Show me how to live for you. From this day on, from this day on connect, me connect me with other believers, with other believers through, your spirit, through your spirit in this great church. This great church. Plant, me Plant me that I can live, that I live for, you. for you. I will live for you as you show me how. I thank you that you died. And now, Satan, every covenant that I have with you, with your agents, with your powers of darkness, lift up your hands, lift up your hands at this altar, people praying, every covenant that I have with you, Satan, through blood, through confession, through my actions now I break it 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 that covenant is broken in the name of Jesus I am free because Jesus has set me free therefore Satan I have nothing that is yours so let me go Jesus I come in to a new covenant that's been bought with the blood with the blood the blood of Jesus speaks better things about me about my life about my future about my destiny than the blood of my past so today, so today I come in, I come in to, new to new life in Jesus name if you believe it why don't you shout about it thank you so much for joining us I truly believe you have been blessed if you have enjoyed this episode and would like to join Firebrand Nation the movement connect with us on social media at Firebrand Nation go to our website at www firebrandnation.com Remember, alone I'm a flame. Together we are a fire. Like, share, and distribute this so that others could be blessed. God bless you.